There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello and welcome to another edition of Talkin' Titans. This one, uh, the Picks edition for Week 11 in the NFL. This is Gentry Estes, columnist for the Tennessean, and I'm joined by... Eric Backrack, Titans beat writer for the Tennessee. Yeah, we're without uh, sports director Tommy Dees for this today. We usually uh, it's a, it's a three man operation with our picks this week, and we're all coming off a, a pretty crummy week, to be honest. Uh, I feel like it was a crummy. It had to be a crummy week for for most people who decided to put money on any of these games. Gentry, I think the stat was three one in seven teams won last week, which you know uh, you're just you're not gonna have a good week when that happens. How do the Dolphins beat the Colts? How do the Falcons beat the? I mean, some of these. Both of those were, were honestly. How did the Titans beat the Chiefs? That that you know that's that's right up there with a couple of those as well. So it was uh, it was a tough week for for pretty much all of us. Well, Tommy, who who is not not with us this week, went five and eight to uh, have the best record of among the three of us last week. He has the worst record for the season, though. He's at 61-84-1. Eric, you went 4-9 and nine yep. to slip one game below 500. I think that's the first time this season, Gentry. 73-74-1. I joined the podcast after a few weeks uh, into the season. I, a, I, my season record's still okay, 61-54, and, and 54, but I went 4-9 and nine last week as well. So we're going to do our best to, to try to uh, get that corrected. I guess this week, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not so easy. You know, over the course of the season, I've done picks for the NFL and the SEC, and I was struggling with the SEC for a while. But I've noticed for all of us, it has evened out more that way to where college might college is probably easier in the NFL when yeah. we're doing every game every week like the, this. Yeah, I just feel like the margin of talent in the NFL mm-hmm. when it comes to team to team, it, it's so similar, even. You know, this year I think might be a little bit of an aberration because there's so many really bad teams. Uh, but even still, we, we've seen, you know, we saw even last week that, that the really bad teams are capable of beating the good teams. There's, you know, each team just has so much talent that it's it's really, you know, a, a dart throw pretty much every week. And, and for a couple of us, less than a dart throw. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, well, the Titans, as you probably know, are uh, on a bye week this week. So let's uh, we're, we're going to roll through the games here pretty quick, starting with uh, Thursday night's game. We'll also say we are recording this on uh, fr- our Wednesday morning. So the lines that uh, we quote here may not be the same when you're listening to us. Our lines come courtesy of Bet MGM, and you can check that out online there. Starting with Thursday's game, uh, the Steelers at the Browns. Uh, the Browns are favored by two and a half, and all three of us went with the Steelers. They're playing They're playing better, Gentry. You know, and the Browns are coming off, you know, a good win themselves, which gave me at least a second of pause. But, you know, I, I just think the Steelers have back-to-back wins now against the Rams and the Colts. You know, I think the Chargers uh, are in there, too. I think it's a four-game winning streak for them. They're just playing better. That defense is playing really well. I think they're able to, to go on their own in Cleveland and get it done. I'd pick them outright to win this game. Yeah, you know, the Browns, they did squeak by the Bills last week, and that was probably their, their best, that might have been their best win, mm-hmm. really. Uh, but you keep waiting for that team to just put it all together and just lay a whipping on somebody because mm-hmm. they're good enough to do it. I mean, if you look at the players, they should be good enough to do it. But I, I just don't know if that's happening for them. They have not been able to really put it together with all that talent. And Odell Beckham's been kind of MIA most of the season, right. and they just their defense hasn't been as good as expected. They're just you're talking about an underachieving team against an overachieving one here. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, going to Sunday's games. The Falcons, fresh off that shocking win over the Saints, now get to go to Carolina and take on the Panthers. The Panthers favored by five and a half. Eric and I liked the Panthers. Tommy liked the Falcons. I just don't see it happening two weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I think it was. I mean, it, def- it certainly was fluky. But the the Saints were seven and one going into that game against the Falcons, who were one and seven last week. I think the last time a one and seven team beat a seven and one team, I think it was a couple decades at least. So that was that was truly a, a shocking result. And you know, we, we kind of said it through the early part of the season that we were kind of waiting for the Falcons to get it together. They have all this talent. On paper, they should be a better team than they are. You know, so if, if at the beginning of the season you told me that the Falcons would beat the the Saints uh, in Week Ten, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But just the way the things were playing out, that that was quite shocking. I agree. I, I don't think it happens two weeks in a row. I think the Panthers, as we saw when the Titans went there when we were at Bank of America Stadium, are, are, are pretty good this year. Christian McCaffrey is really hard to stop. I think they get it done by at least five and a half. Can you stop Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey two straight weeks? I'm not, I'm not so sure you that can. That is a task. All right, Cowboys at the Lions. As we are recording this, there's no line on this game because of the uncertainty of Matthew Stafford, uh, who set out last week for the Lions. We all went with the Cowboys straight up with no line, mm-hmm. so I think we can just move on from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the Lions remain tough to figure. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but the Cowboys playing pretty well. Uh, Jaguars at the Colts. Colts are three and a half favorites at home in this game coming off a pretty shocking loss of their own to the Dolphins Eric and I like the Colts Tommy again going against us uh, likes the Jaguars I think Tommy's trying to make up ground here right I mean at some point you have to kind of do that if if you're you know far behind so good for him (laughs) I you know it might be silly to go with the Colts in this game I I think the Colts are just a better team Mm -hmm. than the Jaguars Uh, this is I mean, this is a, a game the Titans are surely going to be keeping a close eye on considering they play these two teams next. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, big divisional game is kind of wide open in the South. The, the Colts have been hit or miss this year, but when they've, when they've been right, they've been pretty good. Yeah, I, you know, I still have trouble sort of wrapping my mind around that loss of the Dolphins and, and kind of what it means for them. You know, they get Joe, Jacoby Brissett back, uh, I believe. I think that's, that's pretty much And the Jaguars you know, rolling with Nick Foles now. That's true. So it should be, uh, you know, I guess interesting as far as how the teams look this week, you know, in relation to to last week and, and for the Jaguars weeks before. Uh, I still think they're a good team. I still think, you know, they're they're they are right there in the playoff hunt, and I think they'll they'll certainly challenge for a spot, one of the wild card spots, if they can't catch the Texans. I, I still think they're a good team. It was shocking to see them lose to the Dolphins, but with Brissett back, I think I think they're in better shape this week. All right, uh, the Bills at the Dolphins. The Dolphins are getting five and a half points in this game. And uh, again, Tommy likes the Dolphins. <laughs> you and I like the Bills. I, no, not seeing it. For for what we just talked about, and you know how shocking last week was with the Dolphins and Colts. You know, I, I still am not buying the Dolphins by any stretch. If you're going to give them only five and a half against the Bills. To me, that was close to lock of the week, honestly, but I, I opted not to do that. I know the Bills aren't an explosive team. They're a team that's not going to score a lot of points, so anytime they're giving five and a half, I guess that's enough to concern you because they, they tend to play a lot of close games. Right, but the Dolphins, to me, will be uh, you know hard-pressed to get double digits against that Bills defense. I tell you, if they're tanking, they're doing a really bad job. They are doing a bad job. And I, th- I, were, I was convinced they were tanking after that. I think it was the Redskins game where they really threw it away. I, 
I was my strategy for lock of the week was going to be just pick against or pick whoever is playing the Colts every single week because they seem determined to lose every game, but that that has not been the case of late. All right, Texans at the Ravens. The Ravens are favored by four and a half. Eric, you and Tommy went with the Ravens. I went with the Texans. Mm-hmm. I sense a letdown game for the Ravens. Uh, okay. they, they seem to have that kind of, I mean, they got, a, they got a good win over the Patriots, and then they beat up on a bad team uh, with Cincy this last week. So the Texans are just that team that I think if you get – if you want to try to get in a shootout with them, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson tends to win shootouts. He tends to play his best in these wide open kind of games where there's a lot of points and a lot of yards. And I don't know, just a hunch on that one. Yeah, I mean, I could see that playing out as well. I don't like betting against Deshaun Watson and what he's doing this year, but I pretty much watched that entire Ravens Patriots game. We were in Charlotte that night, and I was just so impressed with what the Ravens are doing this year and, you know, the defense and, and what Lamar Jackson is doing. I think, uh, you know, I think they get it done against the Texans, and I think they could cover that spread. Yeah, with me, I, I'm not sure I would pick the Texans outright. Uh, right. But with the spread, I I just think Deshaun Watson keeps them in that game. It's a big game for, for the Texans. They mm-hmm. need to uh, – to me, they still look like the best team in the AFC South, mm-hmm. the ones that the Titans need to catch. But – like all the other teams in the league, they've been hit or miss. They haven't been dominant or in the division. They've been hit or miss. They haven't been dominant. So big win for them. Their schedule gets tougher here, uh, a lot tougher than I think the Titans are going to be facing, even though Titans have some tough games too. But um, and this, this is uh, with, with the Jaguars and the Colts and then the Texans having to go play in Baltimore, that's two really big games for the Titans. Yep, they could catch up without doing anything. All right, so the next three games, I'm going to breeze through these because we all picked the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all liked the Vikings giving 10.5 at home to the Broncos. We all took the Jets at the Redskins, who were, only, who were actually favored by a point and a half against the Jets. I mean, maybe the Jets are worse than the Redskins, but I'm honestly, Eric, I'm not sure anyone in the league is worse than the Redskins. I would have put that at no line, honestly. I, I can't believe the Redskins are favored in a game this season, honestly. Yeah, and we got the Saints favored by five and a half at the Buccaneers. You know, Saints kind of made us look stupid last week, but they're a good team. They are a good team. I don't think that keeps happening. And Tampa can stop the run, but they they can't stop offenses. (laughs) It's like they're great against the run, but that that game could be 50 49 or something. It really, 50 44. It really, really could. Although I I will say, I, I, I do like the Saints in that spot. But they have struggled historically in Tampa. I don't know why that is. I think they lost their last year in some crazy shootout. Yeah, but they've got a good defense this year, and I expect that to be a problem for, for Jameis. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Uh, Cardinals are at the 49ers. The 49ers are 11.5-point favorites in this game. You and I, 49ers, Tommy, yep. Cardinals. Yeah, I think I think the strategy this year, even, even though the 49ers lost the game, last week is is not to bet against them you know I, I think with that defense I think it's going to give a lot of problems to Kyler Murray uh, and it is it is a big point spread and and that gave me pause for a second but I, I do think they're able to get it done their defense is just so good yeah and, and the Cardinals offense has, has some it's a little gimmicky and sure. I just feel like a good defense would be solid against uh, that kind of that kind of approach, but you got to be careful with the 49ers. They, they had their bubble burst a little bit this last week, so we'll kind of see where they're at. And we both agree, David Johnson, not a good fantasy pick this year. No, no. And, and that he looked horrible. If you look back at the highlights from that last game, yeah. when they tried to use I, he's clearly not healthy. And nope. 
And I, I don't think they would have traded for Kenyon Drake if he was. I agree. He's a guy that, you know, he's a Christian McCaffrey-type player for them if he's healthy where he's getting, you know, 50% of, of all offensive plays, whether he's running it or, or you know, catching it, run through him, and, and he's clearly not, not at 100% right now. All right, the Bengals at the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders are favored by 10.5 points. If you told me the Raiders would be favored by 10.5 points in any game this season, but this is justified in the spot. Uh, that said, all three of us take the Bengals. The Raiders have, have probably been my worst team to pick this year. I've had them twice in my picks of the week, mm-hmm. and they've they've won when I said they were going to lose. So probably win the game, but 10.5 right. is a lot. Yeah, they, they've kind of been fluky, although they're, they're starting to – Develop some consistency here late. I agree. You know, I think they'll win the game comfortably, just just not that comfortably. Bengals are a mess, though. They are a mess. Uh, and yeah, I thought about it for a second. I just I've picked enough of these double digit spreads that I was like, let me not pick one of these. Well, the Raiders can't. They can't stop the pass. But the one thing they're doing now that they weren't for a long time is rushing the passer. Yeah, they've got a couple of young players who are really doing well with that. Max Crosby, in particular. And the Bengals offensive line's terrible. Yep. And, and so if you if you're looking for a fantasy defense that's probably available in your league right now, I might consider the Raiders and a lot of sacks in this game. Yeah, I, I, I certainly think so. I think uh picking whoever the Bengals are playing, picking that opposing defense every week is not is not a bad strategy, but this week you might be able to get that defense on the waiver wire with the Raiders. Yep. The Patriots, three-and-a-half-point favorites at the Eagles. We all like the Patriots in that game. I think that could be a good game. Yeah, I think that will be a good game. I, I actually thought about picking the Eagles in this one because they're playing well. And, uh, you know, a rematch of, of a Super Bowl from a couple years ago, so uh should be a good game. It's always interesting when you see the Patriots outside that AFC North comfort zone they're in where they get yeah. to play the Jets and the Bills mm-hmm. and the Dolphins twice. You know, as I look at it, you know, maybe maybe rethinking that pick. That's a tough one there. I don't, yeah, I, I don't like that three and a half. I uh, I had the same thought against the Ravens when when we all picked them. I'm not sure if we all. I'm pretty sure we all did picking the Patriots over the Ravens back in week nine. It was because you look at the Patriots' schedule for, through the first. Uh, I guess it was eight games of the season. They played like the Jets twice, the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Giants. It, it was layup after layup for them, you know, which I, I think kind of skewed how dominant they appeared on paper. But they're still a really good team, and um, I, I thought about this for a second, but uh, going with the Patriots. The uh, the Bears at the Rams. Rams favored by six and a half. All three of us like the Rams. Bears did get a decent win over the Lions last week, but it took Matthew Stafford sitting, and they barely got it. If you want to look back at a draft pick that's going to haunt a franchise, trading up to take Mitch Trubisky and leaving Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson on the table is one that's going to stick. Just imagine either of those guys with that with that defense. Mm. Think, yeah, seriously, think of Patrick Mahomes was in Chicago right now. That's that's a that's an almost unbeatable setup. It's a thought that has to make Chicago fans sick. Yeah. Uh, Monday night, the Chiefs, four-and-a-half-point favorites at the Chargers. Big, big game for the Chiefs after dropping one in Nashville. We all did like the Chiefs to win that game. I, The Chargers are sneaky good. They, they kind of messed things up for the Chiefs late last – I remember they beat the Chiefs late last season in a – I think it was a Thursday night game that was a, one of the best games of the whole season. So mm-hmm. when these two play, it's usually pretty good. But 
God, you just got to figure the Chiefs are going to get rolling. They, they have to. They're six and four now, and if they lose a couple more, now you're talking about losing home field advantage in the playoffs. And this is a team that has too much to play for. Yeah, and you know Mahomes is coming off for even even with that loss, coming off a really strong performance and a bounce back look completely healthy. I think you could take that one. I, I almost made this my lock of the week. I just think they're going to bounce back this week against the Chargers. And uh, I'm going to tell you, too, if you think you saw a lot of Chiefs fans at Nissan Stadium, see how many are at this one. <laughs> yeah. Because the Chargers are the worst in the league about that. All right, so our uh, our locks are picks of the week. Eric, you went with the Vikings against the Broncos, the Vikings giving 10.5. Thoughts? Yeah, you know, honestly, this week when I kind of looked at the schedule, there wasn't anything that, that immediately jumped out at me. Like there there is some weeks where I'm like, that's – that's my lock of the week. I did think about a couple of other games, but you know, I think the the Vikings are playing really, really well right now. You know, have a good win against coming off a, a you know a good win against Dallas at Dallas. I think they're seven and three on the year. Um, you know, I, I just think they're playing well. They they played the Chiefs in week eight or excuse me nine uh, and lost that game. I I don't think they used Dalvin Cook as they should have in that one. I, I just think they're a really good team that's trending upward. And uh, the Broncos are the exact opposite. So it is a big line, and that kind of scared me for a second. But uh, in Minnesota, that's a tough place to play. I like the Vikings even giving a 10.5. I think that's a good pick. The Vikings, when they when they get up at home, tend to lay it on people. They, they're, they're if, if any, and, and I agree that Denver's offense just doesn't have the punch, I think, to, to go against that defense. Uh-huh. Uh, Tommy went with the Jets uh, getting a point and a half at the Redskins. And we, we I, I got to admit, you're, if you're – Playing the Redskins and getting points, that probably is enough to get your attention. But It's the Jets. So you're locking up the Jets, yeah. and good luck with that. And I went with the uh, Panthers uh, giving five and a half against the Falcons for reasons that we, we discussed already. Right. I, just don't, I just don't have enough faith in the Falcons to get it done for another week. So that'll do it for the Titans bye week edition of our picks. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. We'd love five stars. For uh, Eric Bacharach, I'm Gentry Estes. We'll see you next time. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.